PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey, how are you guys doing out there? Thanks for joining me. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. L-O-W, such low, low prices, and unbeatable customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bones. It's so easy to see why you guys should be shopping over there right now. But before you do that, go to keyforinktesting.com, click on that RMATVMC widget banner up on top of the homepage right there, and then continue to live your life, do your shopping, and that gives us a little slice of what you're, what you're purchasing, what you're getting, and it helps us out a lot, keeps them motivated to uh, give us money still, you know, have a presenting sponsor, so it all works out really good. And of course, you guys get the best deals anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Trust me. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. FXR Racing, did you guys see the limited edition Revo gear? We sent it off on Friday. It looks good. Pre-orders are right now. From what I hear, I know people are, people are uh, emailing me saying, ah, I can't get it till May. No. You can get it. It's pre-order right now, end of March, early April. It'll come to your door. Stuff is great. I wore the white and orange flow Revo Ellie gear in Arizona Sunday. That was great. It was 80 degrees, and it worked great. So uh, if you guys want to go to fxrracing.com, enter the code KKMX35. That'll save you 30% off anything over there on their website. And uh, you can thank me later. There's great stuff over there. Man, my favorite set of gear right now, of course, is the helium gear. I really love the helium. I like that red, black, and yellow stuff. You guys see me wearing it a lot. So I like that, but this new LE Revo may just be over the top. So go check them out, fxrracing.com. And, of course, while you're there, go to racetech.com, browse around. There's lots of good stuff on their website. And then if you guys want a discount code, email me about that. I have one of those. Get your suspension services done, engine services, even vintage bikes. They do it all. We just got our KX450 suspension back from the lovely people over at Racetech, and we're going to do a we're going to try to get a setting with that, get some more comfort, and uh, try to build upon that great platform that is the KX450. So we're going to do that with Racetech. And of course, as always, you guys know all of my sponsors here, and you guys are supporting them, so I really appreciate that. And let me rip these guys off for you. Rocky Mountain ATVMC, FXR, Racetech, Power Motorsports. Email me if you guys want a discount on a bike. Yes, they'll ship anywhere in North America. Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Chevrolet of Colleen, Texas. If you guys want a new Chevy, hit me up. I'll get you in contact with those guys. Pro Taper, 60 Helmets, Oregon Old Timers Association. There's some new dates up. You guys go check out their website, OregonOldTimers.com. We're going to go racing here pretty soon. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Get t-shirts, hats. Neil's a great guy. Plum Creek Funding. Man, we just kind of cover the whole basis here over at Kiefer Ink Testing. Plum Creek Funding. If you want to refire your house, Zach over there will do that for you. Hit me up on an email or listen to the commercials. Do not forward those commercials because there's important messages in there. And last but certainly not least, Blood Racing Lubricants. Use the code Kiefer. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. That's what's in my test bikes right now. How are you guys doing out there? Holy shit, it's been a long day. Yeah. 2021 Honda CRF 450R Works Edition. That's right. It's the dish season. Test the season to a dish. See, uh, KTM, Husqvarna, now Honda Works Edition. I will preface this whole thing. By, I love a KTM. I love the orange. It looks sexy. I love that. But 
when I pull up to a track and I see a Honda 450R Works Edition, oh, man, it just, fuck. It looks good, dude. Like, I really, really like that look. Looks racy. Looks like Roxon. If you put 94 on that bike, people would think Roxon's at the local track. No bullshit. It looks that good. So, uh, for me, best-looking edition bike by far. And as far as editions go, you know, these limited edition, that's what I guess I like to call these bikes, uh, there's more changes and actual things that are different with the Honda Works Edition than there is any other edition that there is out there. From the Standard R to this Works Edition, there's a lot of things that are different. And not just cosmetic stuff, because a lot of these other uh, editions... KTM and Husqvarna that just looks cosmetically different. Not a lot of internal changes, not a lot of uh, bolt-on changes. So Honda really knows how to bring it to the table, and they did it really good for the appearance of a Honda Works Edition. So what is different besides the price? Let's let's cover this, and then I'm going to cover the ECU things. I know you guys are chomping at the bit about ECUs and things that we stirred up in the media. So the pricing on the Works Edition is 12380 bones. Standard CRF 450R is $95.99. So we're looking about almost $3,000 difference between the two. It's expensive. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, thirteen grand. You know, it's not that bad. It's a lot of money, 12380 bucks. Lots of money. Shit, $10,000 for a standard R is lots of money. And I can imagine the dealerships are selling for even more because COVID and the pandemic, people are buying a bunch of bikes. Everyone's going riding. So, holy shit, that's a lot of money. Is it worth it? I said this in the RacerX online video that will be up probably, uh, let's see, Wednesday or Thursday. You can check that out, watch the bike in action, You know, listen to me bullshit about it a little bit, not as in-depth as this podcast, but some of you guys prefer videos. Um. That's something you're going to have to decide for yourself, guys. Three grand. It's a lot of money. I don't know how long it takes you to earn $3,000, but I know it takes me a long, long fucking time to earn $3,000. So uh, at the end of this, I will tell you if I think it's worth it or not for me and the perspective that I that I come with on this. Um, but the premium features that come on the Works Edition is Henson Clutch Basket and Cover, okay? It's not just the cover. Unlike Husqvarna and KTM, they just put a cover on it, and all the stuff inside of that is stock. Well, Honda has an actual Henson clutch basket inside of that, as well as a cover. A full, that's right, a full Yoshimura titanium exhaust. Full, not a slip-on. It's a full system. Unlike last year, it was just a slip-on. Twin air filter, the best filters in the game right now. That's what I use in all my test bikes. Love a twin air filter. Throttle jockey seat cover, which is very nice. The pleats are nice. The the grip material is not so abrasive that's going to eat your ass up and your wife's going to spackle bag bomb on your ass all night like my wife does. It's a little bit friendlier than other seats, so I like that. HRC graphics, you want to look the part. You want to feel like you're going to be as fast as Roxon. These HRC graphics are on their stock. Redheads, that's right. It's a red cylinder head cover that's on there. Holy shit. I never thought I would like that, but I think it looks really nice. DID Dirtstar LTX rims, a little bit stronger than stock rims that come on the R. I do like STX rims a little bit better. They last a little bit longer, a little bit more durable. Uh, I, I would say a little bit stiffer, but not so bad where it's like an A60. So um, LTX is still a very good rim. Ported cylinder head. This is probably the biggest difference with this bike, it's a ported cylinder head from Japan, from the engineers there. They went through several different heads, several several different flow styles, and came up with this ported cylinder head to uh, give the user the most um, horsepower, but also usability. We'll talk about that. Titanium nitride-coated lower forks. Oh, you guys are salivating, some of you guys. That's right. Just like the Kawasaki those are tight, not tight. I don't know if it's titanium nitride, but I know it's nitride on the Kawasaki. But this is titanium nitride coated lower forks. Nice dark color. Looks sexy. Titanium nitride coated 18 millimeter shock shaft versus the R, which is a 16 millimeter shock shaft. We will talk about that. 
Special gold RK chain. Don't know what's special about it. I think it's just a gold RK chain. Black triple clamps, which do get pitted out and roost and doesn't look as sexy as when it's new, but nonetheless, it looks good right now. And, of course, Renthal Kevlar grips that I'm not a huge fan of because they feel fat, but they last a long time. So those are the premium features that come on the Works Edition. Um, now, to the elephant in the room, what I like to call the ECU problems. I let the cat out of the bag a little bit early, I don't know, a couple, two, three weeks ago about Honda um, coming to the table with some reflashes at their local Honda dealerships around North America to where you can take your CRF450R, your Works Edition, your RX, all of these bikes um, that have this new ECU setting, and you can bring your ECU into this, this Honda dealership and get it reflashed, which is map one, map two, and map three, and make your bike run a little bit better. Now, run a little bit better where, Kiefer? Do you have a new R? Do you have a 2021R or an RWE? And you're feeling like your ECU sitting a little dirty. You have a little miss on low, low RPM response. That's what I feel when I ride the standard R, okay? I get a dirty, low-end delivery. It's not connected to the rear wheel, and it's annoying. Some of you guys do not feel it, okay? So even if you do not feel it, I would recommend getting the reflash because it is an update to your Honda. I think it's better. Um, I wrote it before it was released, and it is a better setting. Is it optimal? Is it the best no, I still feel like it can be improved a little bit, but it is much better, and your bikes will run a lot better. Your Hondas will run a lot better if you do get this reflash. So that is something that you guys really need to look into. Call your local dealership. If they do not know about it yet, they need to call Honda themselves and get it figured out because they should have a bulletin already. They should do it for free. That's right, F-R-E-E. It's free. So don't let them charge you to reflash your ECU. If you bought it at that dealership, they should do it no charge. Just know that going in. And if they do try to charge you, bitch at them, complain about them, do it nicely. Don't yell like I am kind of right here. But just say, hey, man, it's free. Check your bulletin. Do not charge me. And if they try to, go somewhere else because that's bullshit. So, uh that's what's going on. That's the elephant in the room that I want to discuss, and hopefully you guys um, can do that at your local dealership. And if you aren't feeling it, uh, but you know, I feel like you guys should still do it. Um, I know I said this in a previous podcast. We don't feel it. Don't worry about it. And maybe, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't worry about it and just keep living your life, and it's fine. But I do know that the ECU is a little bit off. I assume, and I do not know this for a fact. Uh, when this bike was going into production, maybe Japan took it upon themselves to do the ECU setting there with their fuel, and maybe that's why ours isn't working that great over here. But I have heard from European standards that most of them back there are not bad. So maybe it's just our fuel, what we have here in, in America. I do not know, but I do know the one that I have, the test bike that I had, wasn't good at all. Ran dirty than low end. And it's mostly when I come into my corner, coasting in, and I'm really low in the RPM, and I try to deliver my throttle smoothly, that's what's like, and it clears out. I don't have a four-stroke sound down yet. It's more two-stroke-ish, but you get the point. So when I talk dirty, when I say, hey, it has a dirty feel, that means it's a miss. There's a hiccup. It's not connected to the rear wheel. So go get your ECUs reflashed, and hey, if you bought a works edition or you're going to the dealership and picking one up, no, they do not come with that reflash stock. It still has that old ECU flash in it. Make sure your Honda dealerships do that before you leave with your new works edition. So don't be pissed off at me or your dealership if you go home and it sucks ass. Uh, that's because you need to get that reflash. So make sure they do that. And if they're a good dealership, they should already do it. And you can double check and ask them, hey, did you do the, the ECU update? And they'll say yes, and you should be good to go. Don't assume that it's coming because it's a later, you know, delivery date, you know, March, that you got your works edition, that it comes with it standard. It does not. The Honda dealership has to do it. 
I'm sorry I'm repeating myself, but you have no idea the emails that I get that people will ask me if I don't fucking put it on blast several times on this podcast. So <laughs> just know, let the Honda shit, let the Honda mothership, the dealership do it, okay? All right, so that's out of the way. And yes, my works edition today that I rode has that updated flash in it, so that is nice, and it was much better. I'm not going to sit here and say it completely gets rid of it because I did have a little bit of an RPM low, I mean really low RPM hiccup, only a map one. Map two was fine, map three was fine, but uh, man, not nearly as noticeable as the old ECU, and um, some of you guys are hitting me up about injectors not as good or they're going bad or they're changing the dealerships are changing your injector. I think most of this problem has to do with the ECU and not the injectors. So um, if you're emailing me about injector problems, I haven't seen it. I haven't felt it. I just know about the ECU problem. So, all right. So let's talk about this works edition. It's a beautiful bike. I'm stoked about it. Uh, I do like it better than the standard R. Why? Let's just start with the engine. The engine is longer, smoother, broader, Nothing new here. I said this last year on the 2020 model when they ported the cylinder. It just makes it more friendly to ride. If you listen to Roxon when he rides, it's really smooth and long. There's, it doesn't really sound like it has a gnarly hit like the Yamahas do, right? That is what this works edition feels like compared to the R. The R hits pretty hard down low and can get a little jerky in the corners when you're trying to deliver the throttle. This works edition is better. Uh, it has more connection. It's longer. I can use second gear longer. I can shift into third gear sooner. So I like the engine in a much better manner than I do the standard R. I like it. It reminds me of when Chad at XPR did my engine on, uh, I think it was the 2019 CRF 450R. That was a blessing to ride. That thing was fun. Not quite as good as that, but it has that smooth roll-on feel. Um, that I like, and it makes it easier for us older guys to ride. If you want more of an exciting hit, that snappy, gnarly hit, look towards uh, a Yamaha. So they, they have more of that throttle response and that excitement out of the seat. Um, not to mention, the engine has less vibration. So I mentioned this on the Racer X video. Uh, the engine seems a little bit smoother, and what I always call the heartbeat of the engine. What is a heartbeat? So it's the thumping that I feel like through the engine, and to me it has this thump, 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 and that also gives you traction. Uh, this has a little bit deeper of a thump, and maybe because of the Yoshimura muffler or this porting that they did inside the cylinder head, but to me there's less vibration and it feels like the crank and the heartbeat inside that motor just has a smoother, um, less vibration delivery when I'm rolling around the track. Because I, I got a lot of vibration through the pegs as well as the handlebars on the standard R, which I did not like at all. It really bothered me a lot. And uh, especially at high RPM, it, it did that a lot. And this works edition does not do that. So... Overall engine, you're not going to get, oh, my God, I got a ported cylinder. It's going to be so fast. You're going to be like, huh, Kiefer, it doesn't feel fast. No, it doesn't feel gnarlier or faster down low. It actually is smoother down low, more controllable, and that is better for a 450. Again, you want excitement. You want seat of your pants like, holy shit, this Honda Works Edition is not that type of bike. It's more of a roll-on holy shit, I'm rolling out of a corner and it's hooking up and I'm getting down to point A to point B the quickest. That's what this works edition is about. If you want blah, out of a corner, blue bike. That's what that gives you. It gives you that, you know, see the pants, excitement, poppity, pop, pop, out of a hole, jump this, pop, pop. That's what the Yamaha's like. This Honda is more just, hold on, four-stroke sounds. And the Yamaha's like, hopefully that. Doesn't sound like a fart, but that's the four-stroke sound I got. And that's the Honda versus the Yamaha. It's just a smoother roll-on. Power to the rear wheel is better. You watch Rocks and Ride. You can see how much rear-wheel traction that guy has. The track that I rode out today, State Fair, um, wasn't the best prep day. Shallow ruts, but slicky. Slicky. <laughs> Slippery. Uh, has some square edge coming out of the corners. And for me, this was a good test for the Honda because that's usually where not this this bike doesn't shine. 
uh, it shines in softer dirt. So getting on a hard pack track, really, uh, I could appreciate the engine delivery that Honda did, and I like that feel, man. I wish the Standard R had this this head in there and uh, made it easy to ride. But nonetheless, with the ECU reflash, ported cylinder head, and this Yoshimir muffler, the sound is bitching. I like the more racy sound, deeper. The, the muffler is not blown out in five hours. This Yoshimir will last longer. And uh, it just overall delivery is just a little bit better with less vibration. So that is a win-win right there for this works edition. Chassis feel. Along with this engine delivery, okay, uh, I got a little bit better of a chassis feeling on this hard pack shit that I rode today because of how smooth and broad this power is. So I like that as well. With the standard R, we all know the suspension's soft as shit. Uh, they have a hard hit, so I'm getting a lot of back and forth, a lot of pitching, very unfriendly chassis, hard to charge. I'm not going to sit here and say the Works Edition is way better because it's not, but it is a little bit better, and it is noticeable. I would, I would assume that the average guy can feel that. I would be able to, if I had a comparison bike R and a Works Edition, and I was a normal dude coming to the track, blue-collar guy on a Saturday, holy shit, yep, I can feel that. It's not drastic, but there is a little bit more comfort because of the smooth delivery and less engine braking that this ported cylinder has. Yes, the suspension is still soft, but overall, compliancy is up a little bit with this Works Edition on the chassis. Cornering, to me, is about the same. The tighter the rut, I prefer the standard arcs. It does feel a little bit lighter because of that uh, more response that it has, the RPM response. This is more um, of a roll-on type feel, so it makes the bike feel a little bit heavier, and that is in more of area two of the corner. It almost like the bike lays in really nice, and it almost has like a knot in it, and then it falls in again. So there's just a little bit of a knot. I think that has something to do with, you know, um, exhaust, the ported cylinder, and the delivery that it has. I will take this little, you know, hard spot in area two to lean versus having an explosive power and have an uncontrollable feel. I am out on that. I do not want that. I can make this bike corner really good. It is a Honda. It's going to corner better than the Yamaha or a Kawasaki. So you already, you already have that, okay? I'm just noticing the little intricacies that I feel like because I'm so in tune with this bike because I've had a lot of history with this bike. It just feels like area two, there's just a little bit of a hard spot to lean, and then it falls in and, and feels really nice. Still front-end steering machine. I like that. Um, but with this Works Edition, it does make it feel a little bit heavier uh, than the R. Straight line stability, again, I would say as good as the R, if not just a little bit better because of the engine delivery. And I keep saying that because I really want you to, to know out there that every piece of the bike connects to that chassis. If uh, you have a hard-hitting power, your chassis could get worse. You could have less straight line stability. So getting more of a chassis um, compliance, I like to say, really decides on how your engine is delivered and how your power is delivered, right? So uh, this more of it was a smooth, longer feel. So now I'm getting a little bit less decel. Acceleration is better. And then when I'm trying to gr drive across these bumps, I don't have such a, a, a harsh feeling because of this engine has just an easier throttle delivery and more connection. I guess that's the huge thing is the tire contact patch is better. And I feel like I have a wider patch because of the engine delivery. Um, yes, it has still has a Dunlop 33s on it. I'm not a huge fan. I would go to a 3S front and a 33 rear, but of course, um, engine delivery on this works edition is better, so um, straight line stability is up a little bit. Now, the negative. No, it is not as good as a Yamaha. No, it is not as good as a Kawasaki. And no, it is not as good as a KTM or a Husqvarna in compliancy, feel, comfort in the chassis. Simply put, this still is a stiffer-feeling a stiffer feeling chassis. Yes, better than the 2020. Yes, slightly better than the standard 2021R, but still... Honda needs to go to work on more compliance on the chassis, get the rider to have more comfort, more feeling. And when I say feeling underneath them, it's not 
feel every fucking bump there is on the track, feeling as in I need a wider contact patch than what I have. Yes, it is a little bit better, but not as good as the other three, four bikes that I just mentioned. When I get on a KTM on the same track, I'm just going to give you guys this example. I feel less of the imperfections underneath me, a.k.a. bumps, rocks, shit in, on the track, than I do on the Honda. I seem to find every fucking uh, little marble, a pebble, or square edge on the Honda than I do a KTM or a Kawasaki. Is it a huge difference? No. Is it as bad as a 2020? No, but it is something that I notice when I go back and forth with all these bikes. There's just a little bit more compliance with the other bikes that I mentioned. If you're a heavier guy, 200 plus, this bike works a lot better than for me, than 170 pounds. I've always noticed this. Um, bigger guys love this bike because if it's a little bit stiffer, it actually gives them more comfort because they're bigger dudes. I'm a lighter guy on a 450, 170 pounds, and quite frankly, not that strong. I'm quite frankly a pussy, but I'm of a smoother rider, so I need a, a chassis that is a little bit more forgiving. There are ways you can do that that we'll put up in some top five mods here soon on keyforinktesting.com. Uh, but in stock form, it is a little bit stiffer natured than KTM, Yamaha, Kawasaki. Uh, it's tough to beat a Kawasaki for just straight compliance on the track and bump absorption. The Honda, although absorbs stuff, I think is getting lost in translation with some soft settings. Um, moving on to the Works Connection, uh, Works Connection, Works Edition uh, fork and shock. It does have that nitrate coating on it, and what and what that does, it helps that fork and shock move a little freer, which can make a little bit softer feeling. So, even though we have an 18 millimeter shaft, which is uh, the OD on that is a little bit, uh, obviously, two millimeters bigger. It's a larger shaft, so you're going to get a little bit firmer of a feel, and then you're, you're going to have a little bit better holdup, and you'll be able just to have more performance with the 18 mil shaft. I use the 18 mil shaft on my Yamaha. I use the 18 mil shaft on my KTM. So that is nothing new. So that is exciting for you Honda guys. It's more of a performance-oriented part that Showa brought to you guys with this Works Edition than the other ones like uh, factory edition works. Um, the rockstar edition do not have that. They have 16 millimeter shafts. Uh, I will say the shock is better with this shaft than the R model. It has a little bit hold up. There's not that empty feeling in the rear, still a little bit too much movement for me in the rear. Uh, I tried 108 millimeters of sag. That was way too low. I went back to 105 and that was better. The fork is still soft. You can run two to three clicks stiffer. And just be careful when you do that with the Showa stuff. And I mentioned this as well on the video is each click on a Showa part, shock or fork, is very, very sensitive. One click, you'll be able to feel it. KYB, you can go two and you'll be able to feel it. But Showa is sensitive. So I went two to three clicks on the fork. And that's telling you that it's diving a little bit too much. It dives a little bit more than uh, the R because of this coating, but also the action is smoother and it, there is some comfort added with the nitrate coating. Um, I like that part of it, the nitride coating, um, but for me, the setting itself is just off. It still has this, the R feel, still has that soft feel. Um, it does pick up small bumps a little bit better, but when I really want to push it into a corner, I just don't trust it. I just don't trust how divey the, the fork is. I just don't trust uh, that I'm going to be able to get a lot of traction when I lean. And most of that has to do with valving settings and just, frankly, spring settings. If it was me on this Works Edition, I would go up a spring rate on the fork. And then I would also uh, try a heavier spring on the rear. I've done that with the R. It makes it more balanced and just a better feel, and it gives the bike, a, uh, I guess I want to say, more cornering stability and gives the rider more confidence charging into the corners and braking. And quite frankly, it makes the bike feel a little bit lighter. That knot, that little heavy feel that I feel on uh, area two of the corner 
helps that because I don't think you're so low in the stroke. You're a little bit higher in the stroke, tips in a little bit better. Even though that's contradicting to normal circumstances, when you're higher up in the stroke, usually it could be a little bit harder to flop in. But with this Honda, when you're up in the stroke a little bit more, it has a tendency to lay in the corner and stay there better. So not every bike is the exact same, so just know that. So a lot of cool-looking parts, a lot of uh, expensive coatings on this uh, suspension, but I will say Honda did miss the mark with uh, with the settings. Um, that goes to show you guys you spent $13,000, and now you may have to go get some springs or a valve job. So uh, this sport, along with the Honda, is expensive. So you're looking almost fifteen grand for a setup and to get your, your Honda the, to work the way you want it. Um, I'm 170 pounds. If I went and bought this bike, I would get my suspension done right away, and um, I would just just simply just ride it, break it in, and if it felt soft to you guys, I would just get it handled. There's several companies. Racetech is one of those companies that has done a Honda for me that I really like. I have really good settings. Uh, Enzo has a couple settings. Factory Connection has a couple settings, but uh, the most... Uh, I guess the most time that I've had it was on race tech stuff on the Honda when Chad built my bike, and that stuff was uh, <laughs> wow, it was a lot better than what I was riding. So um, if you guys are looking to do that, I would go to Race Tech and they have some good settings for uh, for that Honda and even that new Honda, the 2021. Hey guys, it's commercial time. Do not forward it. There's some good stuff in here. Save yourself some money. Listen to these advertisements and support them. They are good peeps, good products. We'll be right back with the show. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper 8 and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is. They even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. 
Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KeeferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years. Dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right. They're in Oregon. Powermotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with david sibley that's right david sibley at power motorsports he knows the drill he knows key testing gives the best deals possible and so do power motorsports hit him up powermotorsports.com we're back we're back with the show 2021 honda crf 450rw e works at dish here comes some facts uh what about let's say ergonomics same thing as the R, when I get on this bike, and that goes from anyone from 5'8 to 6'2, they just get on a Honda and it feels good right away. Rental fat bar, the seat height, the peg height, the relation to that uh, peg bar seat combo, the rider triangle, is just fucking amazing, and it makes you ride on the balls of your feet more. Your your knees aren't bent up like I, I am on the, on the Yamaha. Uh, it just feels like... It's a nice fitting machine. I like that. It feels just right for my body type, and I'm six foot, so I like that. The seat firmness is good right now, but I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you from experience, it will break down about ten to twelve hours, and you will be going through that foam a lot. So, do yourself a favor. May want to get a new foam from Guts. You don't have to go firm. You can just go standard. It is still firmer than the stock foam, but that is something I noticed uh, right away. And do not wash your bike uh, or put water on that seat when you're washing it because it will break down that foam more and soften it up. So take your seat off. Invest in a air filter cover. You can remove your filter. You put this little cover on it, and you can wash out your air box. It's, it's cool. Twin air cells one. Get your air box clean. Saves your seat. Your foam lasts a little longer. Uh, a pro tip. Leave your bike in the shade at the, in the pits, or if you don't have a easy up, uh, put a towel over your seat so the sun doesn't beat down on that seat and soften the foam because that is what happens. The sun gets so hot on that seat, it, it just starts to get warm, and just like bacon bread or something, it just gets super soft, and, uh, and pretty soon that density just goes to shit. So cover it up a little bit, put it in the shade. If not, get a towel, and you'll, you'll be good to go. Like I said at the top of the show, I'm not a huge fan of Kevlar grips. feels fat to me. I like a little bit smaller feeling grip. So uh, I would go to a half waffle medium. If you're a rental guy, go a half waffle medium or half waffle soft standard grips. I'm out on the Kevlar. They do last a long time. They have a soft feel. I just don't like the fat feel of what those grips do. And 
To me, when I have a fat feeling grip, I get arm pump, so I'm out. Hydraulic clutch, excellent. Even the race team is using the stock uh, Nissan hydraulic clutch. And uh, I can concur with that as far as I like the life of it, the engagement, the throw of the lever. I All of that stuff is very, very good. So um, if you're on a 2020 Honda Sierra 450, you know what I'm going to say. That thing sucks. And by four-hour mark, you're burning it up or your clutch is slipping and you don't got a lot of rear-wheel traction. This Nissan hydraulic clutch is much better. It feeds the power to the rear wheel much better. Uh, I can slip it. It's not an on-off feel, so I like that. The brakes on the Honda are very good. They've come a long way. Honda used to have the best brakes back in the day. Then they kind of went away, and now I feel like the power is back. So I like that. I still prefer a Brembo front brake, but this Nissan front brake on the Honda is really good. I like that, and I like the lever shapes. Um, All those little things that Honda does really good, um, I appreciate I do wish they would have uh, covered that hole up to where um, on the engine where you see where the actuator arm used to, the clutch actuator arm used to be. Hopefully next year they will clean that up and uh, that you'll not see that. Um, I'm not a fan of having the hydraulic clutch line um, or the cable or the, yeah, the clutch line, I guess, um, in front of the bar pad. I'd rather have it, you know, I'm sorry, instead of having it behind the bar pad, I wish it was in the front um, behind the number plate like you know normal bikes are just seems kind of janky to me so i'm not really a big fan of that uh, but overall it's a fun bike to ride i like riding the honda uh, at least i should say i like riding the works edition honda i'm not a huge fan of the r just because of how stiff and firm it is but um, i'm working on a few things to try uh, with jamie ellis at twisted development we have um some of JB's, Justin Brayton's engine package, and I'm smoothing that out. And then I've got to work with Showa and did some things. So I'm trying to work on some settings and some comfort and some little tips we can do as normal blue-collar dudes with torque settings, um, things that I've done in the past but maybe have evolved a little bit for this 2021. I'm working on that. So um, you can see all the updates are going to be up on keyforinktesting.com. Uh, if you guys have any questions, as always, you know, I'm in the middle of this thing. Chris at keyforinktesting.com. Throw me an email. Make it a nice one. And tell me your problems. Tell me your what you what you need. And I will try my best to answer them. If I don't know, I will simply say, hey, man, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Uh, but if I do know, I am all, uh, I'm all about helping people out there, as you guys know. So don't be shy to email me. And if, and if I'm at the track... Let's say you see me at the track and I'm, I look busy. It's okay. Come on over. Um, I'm happy to talk to you. I'll take uh, five minutes or so out of my day and uh, help you guys out with settings or even if you have any questions. Um, um, I built my business to help you guys out there, and it's a fun for me. It's a rewarding feeling, so I like it. Uh, I plan on riding this Honda uh, rest of this week and next week. I'm going to do a couple of those mods that I talked to you about here and I'm going to put those up, so I'm going to work on that and just you know get to uh, get to know this bike a little bit more. I don't have a ton of Honda content lately, so I'm going to try to work on that. Uh, like you said, I, I always like I told you guys earlier, the Kawasaki was uh, my Achilles heel. Didn't do enough of that, so uh, I've done more of that. So I plan on doing some more Honda stuff as well. Um, at the top of the show, I would tell I told you guys what I would do with my money. If I was going to spend it, uh, I like to race. I'm not racing every weekend, but I do like to race from time to time, have some goals. And then I, if they, to achieve those goals, I want to have a good bike that can make those goals obtainable, but not with a lot of work. I don't want to work my balls off or not feel happy with my bike to get these goals taken care of. I feel like the Honda would be very difficult for me to obtain goals at certain times, but if I was going to be a Honda guy and I wanted to ride a Honda and uh, the durability of the Honda is great, I think some of you guys are having these problems with injectors and the ECU. Once you look past that, uh, the Honda is a very reliable machine. I would choose my money to go to the Works Edition only because... Uh, not even because of the bling that's on it, just because of the engine delivery and the character. I don't have to do much. Uh, 
And having this ECU reflash, I think uh, once I have that all dialed in, I wouldn't need to get a, a Vortex ECU because this porting on the cylinder head makes it really longer and broad, similar to what Chad and those guys are doing with the, the Vortex ECU. Yes, the parameters are much wider with the Vortex, but uh, there's plenty of power <laughs> With this works edition and now with that updated ECU, I would rather spend my money three grand more on something that I would like to ride. I don't think I would like to ride the standard R that much um, unless I got an ECU and a muffler. So there you go. A thousand bucks for an ECU, 1500 for a muffler. You're already up at 2500 bucks. And now you're getting all the other shit. You're getting a Henson clutch basket, uh, you got a seat cover. You got a ported cylinder head. You got nitride coated forks. You got 18 millimeter shaft. There's just a lot of things that add up to more than three thousand dollars. So, if you can't afford it, I get it. I understand, but just know that that standard R is going to be soft, unless you're 135 pounds. Okay, if you're 170 or over, it's going to be soft. So you're going to have to get the springs or suspension done. And then, of course, get your ECU done or maybe even go to a Vortex. And uh, your muffler will be blown out within 10 hours. So you have to repack that or make the decision to get another aftermarket one. So if you have an extra 3K, um, which I don't know your bank account, but if it was me and I was financing and I was like, hey, I'm already in. I'm going to finance a bike for myself. I would finance $13,000 versus $10,000 because... I plan on keeping my bike a little bit, and it's just a better bike coming from the dealership right away. That's my view. Now, that's not to say that's what you guys are going to do, but uh, that's how I would like to quarterback that in my mind because I'm going to race it, and then I don't have to do as much to it. I got to do the suspension on either bike, but the engine is just friendlier for me to ride. I'm 44 years old. I don't need something gnarly, and it has plenty of power to get me out of the hole and get me a good start and keep me safe. So... That's where I would spend my money. Is it my favorite bike? No. I'll, I'll be straight up with you guys. It's not my favorite bike to ride. But, man, something about a Honda looks sexy. And hopefully Honda continues to evolve this, this new chassis, this new, new uh, bike that they came out with this year. And it gets better. I'm sure that they will. I'm sure in 22 it'll get better. Um, usually these things last four, four years or so. You know, Usually when, when a manufacturer goes to a new model, it's a four-year cycle, and uh, it usually gets better over time, just like when Honda had the 2009. Uh, it had a lot of hype. People were bummed. And then by 2012, that thing was amazing, right? That was one of my favorite bikes to ride. It was a 2012 Honda Serie 450. Loved it. Loved that bike. I haven't loved that much of a bike since, uh, what, 2008 Honda 450. So um, Honda will get it right. They'll take care of some of these things. It's a... Uh, with this pandemic and the COVID thing, you know, hopefully subsiding some more testing and uh, they'll just make this bike even better. Look, we see how well it's doing in racing right now. Geyser, Roxon, there's a lot. It's a it's a good platform. Yes, I think Geyser has a different frame. I'm not too sure, but Roxon is on the standard frame and that son of a bitch can ride it just fine. So if he can ride it fine, I'm sure we can ride it fine with just little tweaks here and there and, uh, it makes uh, <laughs> it makes it really interesting to uh, look at these results and see how many different colors are up there near near the front. And uh, as consumers and as a fan, it uh, it really helps my decision on what these guys are doing because I know probably more than what you guys know, right? What Honda's doing to Roxas bike, and honestly, don't think that it's that much. Uh, obviously, suspension's different, engine delivery is different with the engine package, but. Man, I don't think there's that much difference in the chassis, honestly. They may go to, you know, a different uh, leakage ratio or something. I don't know, but, like, I mean, the frame is the frame. So uh, I complain a lot about it, but um, um, there is some hope. Hopefully for us Honda Ride Red guys, uh, I'm going to look into some hope for us on these modifications that I'll be doing with some torque specs. And that's a huge thing. Uh, torque specs are more important on certain bikes than others. Honda is one of those. Torque spec is important. So if you have your manual, get that thing out, get that torque spec sheet out, 
write some shit down, put it on your bench or something. So when you take your wheel off, you check your pivot bolt, you take your swing arm off or uh, your rear wheel, get those torque specs down in your head and keep it there. Get a torque wrench, a good one, and uh, keep those recommended torque specs going. And when we have some uh, updates to that, you can go to keyforinktesting.com and then re, uh, you can update your Bible and uh, get some more comfort out of the Honda 450. But good job to the guys at Honda. We just need some suspension help, and uh, you guys need to go get your ECUs reflashed, and we're good to go. So um, look for more information, like I said, on my website. And, of course, you guys want to watch the video that we just did. Uh, racerxonline.com the video side's there we do the podcast side here and of course we're going to do an article as well probably do top 10 things you need to know about Honda Sierra 450R over on pulpmx.com you can check that out as always chris at keyforinktesting.com is my email for questions hopefully I have some answers for you and you can yell at me you can praise me you can bitch at me whatever you want to do that's what it's there for and uh, I'm sure I'll see you guys at the track so um I'll be back on Pulp on the 8th. So let me see. Let me see the 8th. Hold on. Let me check my calendar. Uh, I will be back on Pulp MX. Yes, the 8th. March 8th. I'll be back co-hosting and we'll talk more about the Honda and hopefully have some inf- more information and updates ab- about uh, some modifications you guys can do to your bike. So thanks for joining me. Support the sponsors that support this podcast. It's fun to do. I want to keep doing it. I want to keep gu- giving you guys information. Let these advertisers know that uh, you listen to the show and the reason why you're buying their products is because of the show. It helps us out, lets them know that uh, you really like it. So be good to each other. Tell someone that you love them. Give them a hug. It's all right to be nice. Trust me, even if you're a male, it's all good. And uh, we'll see you guys back next week. I don't even want to say what I want to do next week because I've been saying it for too much and uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe me. think I'm full of shit, so... Next week's show should be a doozy. We're going to have some guests in here in the studio. It's going to be fun, and uh, we'll see you at the track. See you guys.